Hey everybody, welcome to the Tax Sell Podcast, where tax sell investing is made easy. I'm of course your host, I'm Casey Dimon. I'm a tax sell veteran, tax sell expert, tax sell trainer, author of the Tax Sell Playbook, and founder of the Tax Sell Academy. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast. And as always, after this podcast, if you're looking to learn more about investing in tax-defaulted real estate, be sure to head on over to TaxSellAcademy.com. Again, that's TaxSellAcademy.com. Okay, guys, there's a question that I get on a very, very regular basis. It's a question that there is no correct answer to. The question is, what is the best state to invest in? What's the best tax deed state? What's the best tax lien state? What's the best tax sale state? Some variation of those. Here's the deal, guys. Spoiler alert. This question has no correct answer. I can't tell you that you need to go to Smith County, Oklahoma and invest all your money and you're going to make millions and millions of dollars. The truth is, I can't even tell you that you need to go to Oklahoma, Texas, Arizona, or whatever state exists and tell you that's going to be the best place to invest in tax sale properties. Answering this question is kind of like asking a chef, how do I cook? Guys, there is no exact answer. It's kind of like asking a baseball player, how do I play baseball good. It's like asking a millionaire, what's the best way to make a million dollars? There is no correct definitive answer. And the deal is I've shot videos on this exact subject before and some of those videos even have thousands and thousands of views. So I know a lot of you guys have probably seen those videos. But even still, people ask me this question all the time. They kind of want what I'm assuming is the easy way out. They want a specific city. They want a specific state. They want me to say, go to this specific area and invest your money. Guys, it's just not that easy. It isn't a matter of saying, you invest here and you're going to make millions. You invest there and you're going to waste all your money. There is so much more to it than that. And the deal is, if you don't understand that investing is kind of a art, you know, it's not an exact science. I can't say just do this, do this, this, and you're going to make money. Guys, you have to understand the process. You have to figure out the process in your area, in the areas that you invest in. You have to learn from somebody like myself that has done it. And you really have to kind of take that knowledge and put it into your brain and really let it process. You can't just say, okay, I know we shot that video, but I still want to know what the best state is. Guys, there is no best state. The deal is if you can't understand that, then maybe tax investing is not for you. But if you can understand that, that's the reason I shot this podcast. This is going to be a very, very important episode for you. Guys, I wanted to go over a few different factors that will help you determine the best state for you. The deal is that every person has a bunch of different factors that will factor into the best date for them. In this video, we'll be discussing those factors, which should help you determine the best date for you. And of course, as you'll soon see, the best date for you is probably not going to be the best date for me. It's not going to be the best date for your neighbor or maybe your cousin or whoever else invests in tax-defaulted real estate. And that is okay. Guys, you also are going to notice, as we go over a few of these factors, some of these will blend together some. They might seem very, very related, and that's okay. The point is that you need to take a look at each of these factors that we're about to discuss when determining the best area for you. Take them all into consideration and then choose the area that you need to invest in. All right, let's get to it. The first factor is the type of system used. The first step, you need to determine the type of system that you want to invest in. You have liens, deeds, hybrid states, and your redeemable deed states. There are pros and there are cons to each of these systems. 
And we've discussed these in previous episodes. If you're still trying to figure out which one to invest in, go ahead and look back at your previous episodes and watch or listen to those different episodes to figure out which type of system you want to invest in. Some people love liens. Some people love deeds. Some people want to split between all four different types of systems. It's perfectly okay no matter what you want to do. But the first step is going to be help figure out what system that you want to invest in. Obviously, once you figure this out, this is really going to start narrowing down your focus. Basically, what you're going to have is you have like this huge funnel, right? In the top of the funnel, you have all the different states. And then below that, you're going to have the first step that we discussed, which is the type of system. So once you choose your type of system you want to invest in at that particular time, it's going to eliminate a lot of the other states. So for example, if you choose a tax deed state, it'll eliminate probably half of the other states that are out there. So you go from 50 states down to 25 states right there. So you're, you know, you're kind of working your way down through this funnel and eventually at the bottom of this funnel you have a couple of states that will work best for you specifically. Now the next factor is going to be the specific geographical location. Where are you located right now? What is your hometown? Where's your base at? If you're in an area that has a very viable system to use, then start there. I mean, if you think you can make money in your home area, why do you need to go 1,500 miles across the country to you know, kind of figure out if you can make a little bit more money somewhere else? If the area that you're located in is a viable option for you, then start there, right? You know the market. You know how to get around your area. You know the different areas in your city or in your county. You know, you know, people in the area, you have contacts, you have, you know, references, you have ref people you can refer people to. Like, it just makes it so much easier than remote investing. Now, with that said, remote investing isn't all that terrible. If the area that you're located in is not conducive to profitable tax on investing, then start looking into other areas. That's perfectly fine. Perhaps you start close. Start with like the nearby counties. Maybe you have an adjoining county that's a little bit better for you. Maybe there's a, you know three or four counties over a little better for you. If that doesn't work, consider the next state over, and then consider the next state over until eventually you find the closest place for you that you can start investing in. You also, when you start doing this, you need to take into consideration that at some point you might have to travel there. It might cost you more money, all that good stuff. So when you start doing this, be sure to factor in the cost of your time and travel to the different areas that you might invest in. Then see how this factors into your overall expected profit margins. If you think, you know, hey, I can go, you know, one state over, two states over, it might be an eight-hour drive and I can make an extra 300 bucks, guys, that's probably not going to be worth it. 300 bucks, eight hours, that just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. So figure out the areas and then factor in your tra travel and your time expenses. Now, Along the location, we're gonna keep working our way down our funnel a little bit, right? Along with that location, you need to figure out the specific auction format that works best for you. Do you need to attend online auctions only, or can you also attend in-person auctions? Online auctions typically have much more competition, but they can still be very viable for many investors. And in fact, most of my students do attend online auctions, myself included. If you must attend online, you're obviously gonna look need to look for areas that have online auctions, right? So find those areas that if that's what you're looking for, and again, you know, we're kind of working our way down the funnel to where we have at the very bottom of this funnel, we have a two or three different states that are going to be spit out at you, and it's going to be obvious what states work the best for you. So again, you know, we started with the system, then we worked to location, then we worked to auction format. After that, you have to take into consideration the capital that you have. What is your budget for investing in tax defaulted real estate. How much money do you have available to invest? And this is gonna matter for a few different reasons. The first is that some areas just might be out of your price range. If you have $500 to invest, 
you're going to have a little bit smaller window. You're going to have uh, you know, fewer states that you can invest in, fewer areas you can invest in compared to the guy that's sitting next to you that might have $50 million to invest, right? So that's another thing. You know, if you can't afford to buy properties in that area, you can automatically push those to the side, and you don't have to worry about those specific areas. Now, secondly, the more money you have, the more valuable the property that you can purchase, obviously, right? So if you have, let's say, $1,000 to start off with, you need to focus on properties that are going to sell for less than $1,000, right? Maybe that's typically going to consist of your vacant lots, that kind of stuff. And there's nothing wrong that you can make a lot of money. I've made a lot of money off vacant lots in my day. But if you have a million dollars to invest... You know, and you buy nothing but vacant lots, guys, you're going to have a lot of effort selling a lot of different properties if you put a million dollars into vacant lots. So maybe the guy with a million dollars, maybe he, instead of focusing on lots, he focuses on the large acreage tracks or the commercial properties or the, you know, the residential properties, that kind of stuff. So, you know, if you have more money, you have a few more options, but typically you, you want to start shying away from all the low dollar stuff and buy a little bit more expensive stuff. You know, it's going to require more investment on a per property transactional basis, but you'll also make more money. So you have fewer transactions and that kind of stuff. So, you know, while the guy that has $500 invested in his $500 lot can focus on that one thing and make that lot sell for as much as possible, the guy that has a million dollars invested in, I don't know, 500 different lots, he's going to have a, a heck of a time trying to sell all those lots, right? So depending on the, the budget you have, we'll kind of direct you to Okay, the next factor is going to be the amount of time that you can devote. Someone who is retired and can go into tax investing full-time can do it at a different angle than somebody who is actively working 40 or 50 hours a week. If you're actively working and you need to take time to travel to an auction, hey, that costs you money. But the deal is, can you make more money that it costs you from not working than from, you know, by the money you make from investing? And this is something that I can't answer, right? It also depends on the previous factor, which is your money or your budget. Suppose you make $2,000 a week, but you only have $500 to invest, and it costs you $800 to travel somewhere by the time you factor in hotel, flights, rental car, all that good stuff. And the deal is, again, you only have 500 bucks to invest. It costs you 800 dollars to get there. You missed out on $2,000 a week you know, worth of work income. So right off the bat, you're in the whole $2,800 and you only have $500 to invest. Odds are your first few deals, you're not going to turn 500 into 2800 So find an area instead that's maybe closer to you, that doesn't cost as much to get to. Guys, these are all things that you have to start factoring in to figure out the best area that works for you. And again, you know, maybe you're retired. Maybe you, you know, are traveling the country, and while you travel the country, you can go down from auction to auction to auction and see the countryside in your RV. Guys, I don't know your specific scenario, but the point of the matter is, depending on your time allotment, the allowable time that you have available to invest and tax defaulted real estate, that'll really, again, help narrow down your search for the different areas that you should be investing in. The next one is your risk tolerance. Maybe you're very risk tolerant. Maybe you don't mind risk at all, and you don't mind investing in areas that others might shy away from. I've made a substantial amount of money from areas that the outside world saw as, in quote, depressed. And guess what? I'm okay to investing in depressed areas if I can make money in those areas. I don't care if it's a depressed area or a booming area. If I can make money, I'll invest in it as long as it fits the other objectives that I have for investing in tax-defaulted real estate. Now, perhaps you want to invest in the safest areas possible. You want the exact opposite of the guy that likes a lot of risk, right? You want to invest and you want to be as safe as possible. So maybe you need areas that the return is going to be a little bit lower, 
but it's gonna be guaranteed. So what you do in these situations is look at the market conditions, look at the area, you know, look at the, the areas that maybe are a little more risky if you wanna go that angle. Maybe look at the areas that are very, very safe if you wanna go that angle. Guys, you can, you can figure this stuff out just by browsing around, reading the crime reports, reading the real estate reports, reading the market reports, reading about the different areas will really help you hone in on the area that you should be investing in. Now, let's talk about the next one, which is experience. There's a good chance that you have minimal experience, and that's perfectly fine. But if you have minimal experience, the last thing that you want to do is invest in an area that requires substantial effort in order to make any money whatsoever. You don't want to invest in an area that is full of crazy city ordinances. You don't want to invest in an area that takes months and months and months to sell something. You probably don't want to invest in a depressed area if you have minimal or no experience. You don't want to invest in an area where it's just a nightmare to operate your business. Instead, you want something that's easy, something where you can make a few dollars and you can move on. And then, of course, maybe you are the guy with lots of experience. Maybe you've been in the game for 15, 20 years now, so maybe you should choose an area where you can take advantage of that experience. You can apply that experience to you know, a little more risky stuff, maybe areas that you know take a little bit more creative thinking, which will allow you a larger payoff. So check out everything about the area and see if you think it is investor friendly based on your current experience levels. And then the final factor is the comfort level. Are you comfortable investing there? What does your gut say about that area? And I'm talking about this on many different levels. Do you have a good feeling about the area? Maybe it's an online only auction perhaps, and maybe you're an old school guy, you don't like clicking buttons and buying properties online, and you wanna go just to an in-person auction. So obviously don't force yourself to buy online if you're not comfortable there. Another thing is, are you just, are you comfortable in that area, when you're inside that area, can you drive through there if necessary? You know, there's some areas, I even discussed this in the tax sale playbook, I think it's in like the first chapter where I said, hey, I went through areas where I did not think I would survive. I literally thought driving through those areas, I would be carjacked, I would be robbed, or I, you know, I might even die driving through these areas. These are some of the worst areas of the country, yet I was buying real estate in those areas. And I did good in some of those areas, but looking back, I wasn't comfortable and I probably should not have invested in those areas and I would not advise you to ever invest in areas where you're not comfortable driving through them, right? So in short, are you comfortable with your decision to invest in that area? If not, you need to move on. So let's rewind a little bit now. If you recall, the original question that I wanted to answer in this podcast is what is the best state to invest in for you? The answer is based on the answers to the questions that we just asked. The answers to those questions will give you the answer to the question, which is which is the best state to invest in. Again, the questions that you need to answer, the factors you have to take into consideration are the systems that are used, tax liens or tax deeds. The location, where's the property at? Where's the auction at? Where is a good area for you to invest based on just the locational preference? What type of auction format? Online, in-person, mail away. How much capital? What kind of budget are you working with? What's your time allowance? How much time can you invest in your tax sale business? What's your risk tolerance? How risky are you willing to go? What about your experience level? Experience level can really dictate maybe you have to invest in areas that are easier or safer than other areas, right? And then finally, what is your comfort level? Just how comfortable are you with that area? What does your gut say? Figure out the answers to all these questions and then your answer to the best state will become 
fairly obvious after just a little bit of research. And guys, you are going to have to put time into figuring out the answers to these questions. You aren't going to be able to just listen to the podcast and write down the best states. Take the time to figure out the different areas. You know, figure out where you're at. One great, great resource that we offer is our state guide. What you can do is you can head on over to taxcellacademy.com forward slash state hyphen guide. Again, that's taxcellacademy.com forward slash state hyphen guide. This will give you the clues to really get you pointing in the right direction. You can take and click around the different cities, you know, the states and the areas that you're at, and it'll give you the outline of exactly how the process works in your area. And then from there, you can narrow it down on your own using Google through a, you know, a county by county basis to kind of figure out the best county that works for you. So again, take all these factors in consideration. Go on over to taxallacademy.com forward slash state hyphen guide. This is a completely free resource, guys. Go to taxallacademy.com forward slash state hyphen guide. Click around and figure out which fits the best for you, okay? Guys, I really hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Again, this question gets asked so often, and I wish I could just say, go here and invest here. But the truth is, you have to answer all these different factors, all these different questions, search the different counties and search the different states to figure out what fits best for you and you'll be at the bottom of this funnel and it'll spit out one state, two states, maybe three states that'll work the best for you and will be the most profitable states for you to invest in. That's it for today's episode, guys. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode. As always, if you're looking for advanced tax sale training, head on over to taxcellacademy.com and consider joining the Tax Sale Academy. And while you're over on the site, make sure you grab your free copy of my new book, Tax Sale Playbook. This is not a PDF or anything like that. This is an actual 200-page book that I want to get shipped to your front door. It is a completely free book. I've paid for the cost of the book for you. I have boxes and boxes of these books waiting to be shipped to your house. All that I ask is that you help me cover the shipping costs to get it from my warehouse to your front door. So again, go ahead and get your free book and we will ship it out to you. Guys, I'd also like to ask you a quick favor. If you ever see my information on YouTube, on podcasting platforms, or anywhere else, please go ahead and give us a like, a subscribe, or a positive rating. We provide a lot of information to you guys without charge whatsoever. And guys, we want to help everybody that's interested in tax investing get started in this business and have the keys that they need to see success as a tax investor. So again, make sure you like us, follow us, subscribe to us, give us a thumbs up, whatever that platform allows you to do. Give us some positive feedback, guys. It'll really help us continue to motivate us to provide as much content as possible for you guys to help you get started in the right direction. That's it for today, guys. As always, I hope you have a wonderful day, and I wish you lots of success in your tax sale business. Take care. Bye-bye.